Shalom of Rachel, welcome everyone, Mez Hashem. We continue with Tell Life Lessons, Shin number 52, Kapitol, Chof Vav. The David Shoftani Hashem, David Melech, which is out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and ask Hashem Shoftani to be a Shafit, to judge him. Kani Besumi Holachti, David Melech says, I went with Sumi. Sumi is Loshan Tamimus. Tamimus means complete, complete in faith in the Muna and Yuha Kodesh Baruch. Therefore, Shoftani. And in you, Hashem, I trust. And therefore, I will not falter. I will not fail. Because I trust in you. This is Pasuk Aleph. The questions we have to begin with is, what is the historical time period of this capital? What are the themes? What are the lessons we want to take out? And there are three main topics we want to focus on over here. Number one is this Tamimus. The Tamimus that Dabar Melech mentions over here. And there are certain themes that we see that come up again and again in Sefer Tehillim. And Dabar Melech is telling us we have to review these messages, these lessons. And then there's also a Pasuk here which is really the source of a remez, a hint to the Maisa of David and Bathsheba. The Maisa of David and Bathsheba over here in Pasuk Beis, Bichoneni Hashem Vinaseni. David and Melech is asking Hashem for a, a test. Test me, Hashem. Challenge me. We have to understand why is that? Since when does a person ask for a test? And then we'll see in Pasuk Ches, we have a Pasuk which we say every day in Matoivu. Hashem, a hafti mo'im beisecho, mekoi mishkan kevaydecho. A reference to the Beisek Neses, the Mikdosh Ma'at, which is a very timely topic as we are in the three weeks. When we don't have the Beisek Mikdosh, but we do have the Bati Midrashim, Bati Biknesios, which are referred to as the Mikdoshi Ma'at, the miniature Beisek Mikdosh. So let's go back to Pasuk Aleph, where Davra Melech is saying, Hashem Shafteni, Shafteni Hashem. And the Yagut Shemoni tells us that HaKosh Baruch Hu, if you judge me here in this world, David is saying, I won't have to be judged in Olam Haba. Shafteni Ba'ilam Hazeh, Ve'al Tavoy B'mishpat L'Olam Haba. And I won't have to be in the Mishpat, in the world to come. And that's a very important lesson. Life has its challenges, as Davra Melech knows better than anyone else, through Sefer Tehillim, through Shmuel Aleph, Shmuel Beis, Divrei Hayamim, we see the challenges that Davra Melech went through. And yet, Davra Melech says, Hashem, Shafteni here, Ba'ilam Azeh, and therefore, I will not have to go through the Shafteni Ba'ilam Haba. And this is a lesson, sometimes it's a pill which is hard to swallow. The word Kapara. When something happens to a person, it's not for someone else to tell you, oh, you know, you should have a Kapara. Because it might be painful for someone to tell you that. It depends who the person is. depends depends on the context. But we ourselves... We have to make sure we tell this to ourselves. 
because it is a kapara. And the more we get here in this world, shafteini ba'ilam azeh, judge me here in this world, va'al tovi b'mishpat oilam haba, and I won't have to come b'mishpat in oilam haba. And the Gemara in Erechin tells us when a person puts his hand in his pocket and he takes out the wrong coin, he wants to take out a, a nickel and he takes out the quarter, whatever it might be, that's called Yisurim. I'm sure we're all thinking, I'd love to have those type of Yisurim, those type of suffering. Any certain aspect, whether there's a bang of a person's toe or whatever it might be, a paper cut to the bigger things, loyalainu. Everything is a kapara. And if a person's on the madrega of mamish, 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 at tzaddik, that he doesn't need kapara, he's just a kapara, he doesn't need these yusurim, it's just he's atoning for the world of the generation, okay, that's a different level. Moran Brachas Dafei talks about such great tzaddikim like this. Let's talk about the average person. Dovra Melech is saying, Shafteni Hashem ki ani besumi halachti. I go with you besumi. Vesumi means tamimus. What does tamimus mean? The challenges we have is that we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't understand sometimes why things are happening the way they happen today. And if you look in the parasha, in parasha Shoftim, in the Chumash, Perik Yudches, you'll see there are there is a discussion of Choyver Chover, Veshoyel Oivi Yudoni, in Pasigiralif, the Dirishal Mason. There are people who would want to go and find out the future, find out what's going to be. What does the Tarak Dosha say about such such ways? This is an abomination in Hashem's eyes. Anyone who does these types of things, it's a Toyeva. Toyeva is that which is disgusting. It's an abomination. Don't be involved with the witchcraft and the sorcery. Stay away from it all. Says the Torah and Pasuket Gimel. Tomim Be Tomim. Be complete. Be pure. Accept what Hashem gives us. Without asking questions. This is what Davra Melech is telling HaKadosh Baruch Hu here in Pasuk Aleph. Shafteni Hashem, judge me Hashem. Because you know, I'm going and walking in the ways of Hashem, of your ways. With Tmimus. And I trust in you. I trust in you. I don't understand. And that's what Bitochen is. I trust in you. If we understood everything, we wouldn't need to be talking. We, it makes all sense to us. Now, I want to share with you something. I don't have an answer to my question. And sometimes when I don't send out a shear, a tilim shear, a week goes by and a few days more go by, I have to tell you, I'm working on it. And I've spoken to different people, Tamidei Chamim, and when I show this to them, they're impressed, but they don't have an answer yet for me. So maybe someone listening to the shear has an answer and please reach out to me. The Pazak says, Tomim Tiyem Hashem Lekecha. Be pure. Don't ask questions as the Psukim were following all of the ways of trying to find out the future. 
We're not here to try to find out the future. We're here to live bitochem with bitochem with tamimus in Hashem. But if you take a look at the Targum Onkelos, the Pesach says, Shlim Tehei, you should be complete, Bedachalto the Hashem Lekoch. You should be complete with what? What does it mean, Dachalto? Dachalto means Yira, with the fear of Hashem your God. Be complete with your with your Yiras Shemayim. Be complete with your fear of Hashem. And to this, I don't understand. Why is it specifically when the Pasuk says, Tomim Tia Im Hashem Lekecha, you should be complete with Hashem. You should have be talking in Hashem. You should trust HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where do you see, why is there a concept of Yira, of fear? Where does that come into play over here? So I don't have an answer for you. And Mitzvah Hashem, one day we'll have an answer. But this is step one. David HaMelech is telling us to live a life of Tamimus. Because as we have learned, it's not, the, not just David HaMelech who is talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but when we read these words, Shoftani HaShem, judge me, Ki'ani v'sumi halachti, v'ashem batachti. Chazal explained, the Mepharshim tell us, that David HaMelech is saying, I am not like those people who are fake. They express themselves outwardly one way, but inwardly they're a different type of person. We want to be these type of people who can be pure, who can look ourselves in the mirror. And the same external is the same internal. The same people that people look at us outside is the same person we are inside as well. Now we come to Pasuk Beis. Pasuk Beis is B'chaneni Hashem V'naseni. Sovrech L'yoysei V'libi. Dovre Melech turns to Hashem and says, Hashem, give me a challenge. Test me. And the obvious question is, why is Dovre Melech asking Hashem for a test? In order to answer that question, we have to know what a test is. We have to understand what a test is. And this is the same question and the same understanding where the person has a cha- test and a challenge in life or whether he goes to a gym and he exercises and he starts with 100 pounds and then he goes to 115 pounds and he's raising the bar literally and figuratively. A test is a nace. Nace is a banner. A banner is held up high. The word nace, v'naseni, David is asking for a nisayin, a challenge, a test. And he wants to show HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I am on your side. I am worthy of being elevated because I'm elevating myself. I'm taking this test that you're going to give me and I'm going to pass this test. What's the purpose of the test? To come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the, the main goal we have to understand right now is every single second of our lives we're breathing, that means Hashem is going to give us a test. What's the purpose of this test? So we can have a Kirba Selakim. So we can have a closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have to know this because when we understand how Hashem runs the world, we're not going to throw in the towel when things get tough. Because Hashem is saying, I love you. And I'm going to give you this new sign so you can come closer to me. Here, David Melech is saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I want to come closer to you. Check my Check my innards, my inside, my kidneys, and my kidneys, who give me the advice. And you'll see I'm pure and I want to come closer to you. And there's all discussion in the Gemara in Sanhedrin of Zion that David wanted to come closer to Hashem, just like the Obasak Doishim came closer to Kaj Baruch Hu. And 
HaKosh Baruch said they had Nisyonis, they had tests, and they were challenged, and they passed the tests. So therefore David says, okay, Hashem, test me as well. And Chazal tell us a person should never bring himself to a test. And they say, you see, David brought himself to a test, and he failed the test. And what was this test? So Hashem said, it's going to be a topic of Arias, immorality. But Hashem didn't tell him what the test was. We gave him an idea of the topic. Just to understand what this passage is referring to, we're not to delve too much into Shmuel Bey's of the, of the Ma'is of Dov Sheva, because that deserves a whole Hakdama, a whole introduction. And Rabbi Tzadak HaKoyin of Lublin and the Arizal, these Svarm Akdoshim, they, they really give us a proper understanding of what, what exactly was the, taking place at Davin Bat Sheva. Let's just start with a little understanding what the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin Daf Kozayin. Where the Gemara tells us that Davin Melech, after he asked Hashem for this challenge, Hashem and for this challenge, for this test, he finds himself on the top of a roof of his, one of his buildings. And he sees a bird flying around. And David, as the Melech, as the leader of the army, pulls out a bow and arrow, and he goes to shoot this bird. And I was wondering many years ago as to why would David be hunting this animal? Is this, is this in the nature of David and Melech? The truth is, we, we know David had this, this redness, this blood inside of him. And he actually was training himself so that when he goes to war, he'll be prepared against his enemies. So he pulls out his bow and arrow and he aims and he shoots at this bird. But he misses because this bird was no ordinary bird. The Gemara tells us that bird was really the Yitzhahara. And it was disguising himself as a bird for the purpose for David to shoot that arrow and he would miss. And then the arrow hits a curtain that behind that curtain was Bathsheba, and he saw her bathing her hair, washing her hair. And then after that was the whole mice of Bathsheba, which is not for now to go delve into, as we had mentioned. This is the beginning of this discussion. That was the, the Nisayan, that was this test. And after Davra Melech did not pass that test. And in fact, the Gemara tells us in Avodah on the Avdalid Omid Beis, on the bottom. The Gemara says that the truth is that this Nisayan with Bathsheba, it was really to some degree out of David's control. Says the Gemara, the Omar Mishum Rabbishim Bar Yochai, David was not fit to fail that test. And there's a lot of questions that will come up with this discussion. And neither was Kla Yisrael fit by the Maise Egel to, to fail that test. And the Gemara brings, we'll focus here just on David and Melech, because it's, the Gemara brings a Pasuk, later on to Hillam. In Kapitel Kuf Tes, David Melch says, He killed his Yitzhahara. David killed his Yitzhahara. So if he killed his Yitzhahara, so how is he failing the test? So that's what the Gemara is explaining. That why did David not pass this test? 
It was to give chizuk to someone who does a maisa avera. So someone who does a maisa avera that looks like what David did, and it looked like David was living with a married lady. And the Gemara and Shabbos tells us already. Gemara and Shabbos tells us kol David chata Whoever says David sinned is making a mistake. Because the Gemara in Shabbos and Ksubis Daf Tesem and Beis tells us that David and Melech had it was it was ingrained in the rule book. Whoever went out to war first divorced his wife, so it shouldn't be in questions of Agunus, of a of a lady who maybe can't get remarried because she doesn't know maybe her husband's not alive. So we're not discussing of an, a concern of Ashes Ish of a married lady. The Ran tells us that the reason why, if you read the Psukim. In Shmuel Beis, it sounds like David Melch did a horrific Avera. The Ran, in the Joshua's Haran, he explains, because it's to give Chizik to a person, that if he might have done that Avera, just like David did Shuva, he can do Shuva as well. And there's a very powerful, beautiful lesson that we have to take out from this, this whole discussion over here. B'chaneni Hashem Naseni. There's a lot of a lot of questions that are arising. We're not going to take focus on all those questions right now. What I want to focus is like this. I think if we could go to the root of what we're saying, what's being said over here, I think we'll all agree that we see a tremendous avas Hashem, a tremendous love that Akash Baruch Hu has for you, for Klai Yisrael, for Akash Baruch Hu's children. Everyone listen to the Shium right now. Let's understand. Let's explain how that works. We said it was the Maisa that David asked for an Isayin to grow closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. An Isayin, a challenge, a test, is for that purpose, to, Hashem says, I want you to come closer to me. And no matter how much a child loves his parent, the parents love the child even more. And here, there was a Nisayin that David had, says Roshim Bayuchai, Loi David Roy Loise Maisa. David was not fit. Loise Maisa. As Rashi explains, there was a Xerus Samelech, it was a decree from Hashem that this should happen. To give an opportunity for Bali Tshuva. Shim Yoimar because if a person says, I'm not going to do tshuva because Hashem's not going to accept my tshuva for what I did wrong. You know what? We know you tell the person. Go and learn from the Maisa Egel and the Maisa of David. In regards to a Yachid, you go to David Amelech. In regards to a Tzibur, you go to the Maisa Egel of Klai Yisrael when they made the Chet Egel. We just said a minute ago, the lesson to teach us over here is what, what is tshuva? Tshuva is Hashem's gift to Klai to us. That tshuva is saying, Hashem says, I love you so much. No matter what you did wrong, I want you to come back. Tshuva is a code word for Avas Hashem. For Avas Habonim. For Hashem's love for us. And that's when we say these words, Hashem 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 
check my kidneys, to give my, my the advice, the aids of to a person how to how to do things. And you'll see, says Davra Melech, that I'm pure. I really want to serve you. And what is he saying? Your kindness, says Davra Melech, is in front of my eyes. It's right in front of me. David says, David and Melech could say, Your chesed, you Hashem, your chesed is in front of me. How could David say this? How does he say this? Because in Pasukalif he tells us, I go with Tamimus. I don't understand how Hashem, how you run your world. That's that's your business. That's not my business. I know my business is Bisumi Halachti of Hashem Batachti. I go in the Mahaluch of Tamimus. I accept what you give me. Your kindness, your overwhelming, your overpouring of kindness is in front of my eyes. Why is it Leneged Einoi? Davnach is saying, I see how much you've given me. We have to, we have to come to appreciate everything we have in life. There's a possible Malbish, there's a brach we make in the morning, every morning. Malbish Arum Hashem close the unclad. Malbish Arumim. Imagine you go to your closet in the morning and you open up, up your closet for some clothing and imagine there's no clothing there. And then someone gives you your undergarments and your, your socks and your shirt and your pants and, and, and now, you're, now you're able to go out into the world. You're so appreciative of that person. It's, it sounds like a little ridiculous. I'm saying, you know, everybody, we have clothing. Baruch Hashem, we have clothing. Finished. There's a bracha we make every single morning Malbish Arumim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving us clothing. We have to appreciate this bracha. And on Shabbos, when we say the bracha Malbish Arumim, we should be thinking of the Shabbos clothing that we put on. The special Shabbos clothing. And if it's the winter time, and we have it's cold, and you put on gloves and the scarf and their winter jacket and their coat, and you make the bracha Malbish Arumim, and you have, you have all this nice warm clothing, and that sweater we have to keep us warm, we should think of all those winter garments as well. There's a reason why we make this bracha, not to take it for granted. In Baruch Hashem, we open up our closet and our drawers and we have all the clothing that we need. And for the different seasons of the year, the different colors, whatever it might be. Ki Says David, David Amelch is teaching us, your chesed is right in front of me at all times. I appreciate the clothing, the shirt I have on my back, the socks I have on my feet, the shoes that are comfortable that I'm wearing. Let's go a little further. Where David first, he tells us, in Pasuk Dalit and Hey, he stays away. He hates evil. I will not sit amongst Rishoyim. I will wash my hands. Some learn this is a reference to, to Tfila. I will not have any gazel, any theft on my hands. When a person davens to Hashem, if Rachman, let's of God forbid, he has theft, he has gazel. His Tfilas don't go to Shemayim. To hear and to speak of all of your wonders. 
Hashem Pasiches Ahavti Moin Beisecho. I love Moin Beisecho. Your dwelling place. Which is a reference to the base of Migdosh that Davros desired so much to build the base of Migdosh. Mekoi Mishkan Kivaydech in the place where you're Shoichin. Your Shrina. How timely this is. And next capital is Chavzayin, which we say, the Dabr Hashem Ayurvayishi, throughout the month of Elul. So we're a little over a month from Elul. So Hakosh Baruch has orchestrated this, that this capital is taking place during the three weeks. In a few days, is where Shchedesh Menachem of. It's appropriate for us to understand and appreciate that if we really want the base of Mikdash, Hashem or Haftimoin Beisecho, Mekomishkan Kivodecho, we have to show Akkadish Baruchu that we want to have proper decorum in his base Knesses, in his base Medrash. And how timeless this is as well, that literally right now in the Mishnah Brudashir that I give, we're learning Hilchas base Knesses, the halachas of, of proper decorum in the shul, the Kedusha of the shul. And the Mishnur brings down that if people are talking in the shul, if they're having conversations in the shul that don't belong in the shul, and you'll ask, well, what are those conversations that don't belong in the shul? If it's not Torah, if it's not Tfilah, it doesn't belong in the shul. Business is not for the shul. Politics is not for the shul. Sports is not for the shul. Says the Chavz Chaim, it's, it's strong words. He says, if a shul is misused, if people don't use the shul properly, then the shul, the base Knesses, the base Medrash, which is a Makam Kadush, can chas turn into a base Oyved Elilim, into a house of idol worship. Rachman We have to show Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Yerushalayim ircha berachim in Toshuv. Es tzemach David avdocha meheres at smiach. We want to show Hashem that we really want the base of Middash back. And I'm not even talking about a person who speaks during Chazoros Hashatz or during Leining, where that's the utmost chutzpah. Chazoros Hashatz is for is for the tzibur. In the years Tachvetat 1648 1649, he massacred the Jews. Horrific, horrific tragedies. And it's brought down to the Taisis Yantiv. He had he had a chaloim, a dream. And in Shemaim they told him that one of the reasons for these horrific tragedies, these massacres, is because of the disgrace that was taking place in the Batakinesios and the Batamidrashis, in the shuls and in the base medrash. This pasuk Hashem Ahafti Moimbi Sechu Mukamishkan Kavadecha has been placed into Matoivu. When we enter into a shul, we should kiss the mezuzah. We should bow. 
towards the Aron Kodesh, as it brought, is brought down in the Paiskin. Give yourself pause for a minute. And I bow down to you. Appreciate this gift of being able to come to Davin, to Akash Baruch Hu, in his shul. Ramgamil Rabinovich Shlita tells us that when a person davens with a minion, when a person davens with a minion, the power of his tefillah is unbelievable. He says, I don't understand why people go, that's Sadiqim for brachas. Go daven with a minion. You get all the brachas you want. And I want to talk to the Nashim Sitkanyas, the holy women who are listening to the Shurim here. And if you have children, little children, it is extremely important that you do not send those children to shul. There's this unfortunate phenomenon that exists in certain communities where husbands put on this and I hope no one's insulted. But we have to understand the severity and the seriousness of this topic. And we have to stop doing what's taking place. Husbands are putting on these, these I don't know what you call them, little baby package. And the baby sits in front of the husband. So now he has a chance to feel what pregnancy is like. And he goes into shul and he dominates like this. It is 100% usher. It is forbidden to bring a little baby into shul. And it's the decorum is important to have where the Noshim Tzidkanyus have to make sure that they keep the children home. And when the children are old enough to sit next to their father, that's when the children should go to shul, explains the Mishnah Ruh, the Chavetz Chaim. And he says, if you send the children earlier, when they're running around the shul, you're going to teach them that's what you do in the shul. When they get older, they're also going to desecrate the shul as well. I was once in a shul where I saw a very cute baby during davening and they passed around from one person to the next person to one row to the next row. This is davening to Hashem? Or this is a kindergarten? There was once this little kid, I was in a shul and this little kid's running around destroying the whole, disturbing the whole entire davening. And this man says to me, how he really wants to give a slap to that kid. I'm saying to I told him, it's not the little child's fault. It's his father's fault. Why is the father bringing this kid to shul? Running around. The kids, of course, he's supposed to run around. He's a three-year-old. So this, this man says to me, I wasn't talking about the little three-year-old. I was talking about his father. To me, that father's a kid. This man was an older man. And he's saying, what a chutzpah. What, where does a person have the chutzpah to bring a little child into Hashem's house like this? Would he bring him into the emergency room if he's a doctor? Would he bring him to the, the lawyer's conference office if he's a lawyer? And I have to tell the husbands, if you want to give your wife a break, and if the wife, if your wife needs a break, daven at home. Don't come to shul. If your wife needs a break, Davin at home and don't bring your children to shul to disturb everyone. There's no mitzvah in that. Give your wife a break. If, she's, if she needs the break, give her the break. But do not bring the little children to shul to disturb the davening. 
To say these words, Hashem Hafti Mo'in Beisecha. I love Mo'in Beisecha, the dwelling place of your house, which we're referring to in this generation, the Mikdash Ma'at, and the place where your Shechina dwells. And through us, Shoya Kodesh Baruchu, in action, the proper decorum of a basic Nessus and the basic Medrash, and we're turning off the cell phones before we go into the shul, that we shall be zoiche to go into the base Hamigdosh, Hagodol, Vakodosh, that we should show Hashem that the same way we can behave properly in the Mikdosh Ma'at, we can behave properly in the base Hamigdosh. We should be zoiche. And Hashem should see our real ruts and our desire to rebuild the base of Midrash Meherab Yamenu Amen.